Welcome to uh, episode three of this podcast. I'm calling it Father's Thoughts. In this episode, I'm going to talk about what it's like to go through some of the reactions that come after the triggers I have. So post a trigger, it causes anxiety. What are some of the things that I feel? Things like tremors in my hands or a clenching of my jaw, getting tired many things that's what we'll talk about in the session and hopefully try to explore some of the symptoms that I have which I actually found is really hard to do because it really requires that you remember these things which is part of what I struggle with is memory is on its own so that's what this will be about hopefully everybody enjoys talk about some of the symptoms that I feel when um, when I have any of my triggers or I guess call them episodes uh, just the times when um, I have anxiety or depression what does that actually look like at least as best as I can remember so that's really the first issue is that my memory really struggles um, it seems like any time I have a, um, a situation where I have a trigger and I get anxious uh, or I get depressed that I struggle with any kind of memory around that time, which is really weird because it makes it really hard to think about what exactly happened. Um, and it's not really until lately when I've been a little more aware of my triggers or been a little more of the situation when I'm in, right? So maybe uh, like yesterday's example, when taking pictures of the kids and struggling with um, framing up the shot the way that I was thinking about it. I still remember that event, but I think primarily remember it because my wife kind of called me out a bit, that I was um, getting a little frustrated, that I was getting a little, you know, being a little rude um, because I was having one of my anxious moments where I was getting really anxious about getting that right shot. Um, and there was no fear involved there, I was just getting anxious. So that anxiety really, um, came out at the point is it was higher and then I think just because my wife kind of called me out on it and I was able to assess that situation I can kind of remember what happened and talk about that so I think that's the important thing right is if you have somebody that's there with you that can help you it's just that identification of those issues sometimes is a big deal being able to identify exactly what it is that's going wrong while you're feeling the way that you do where that happened why it happened right those are all really key important things and I think that's something that is important to understand um, it's very I think very helpful to have that we don't have very much of and so I think one of the other challenges I've had just in general is as I'm trying to um, you know when I have those anxious moments or I have the depression issues and just trying to remember what happens around that time so that's that's the first issue is memory issues the other thing is clearly I get you know a bit heated right whether I get angry or I'm just upset or short-tempered I think that's really one of the biggest side effects that's also really frustrating just this idea that sometimes I can get 
really short fuse and be really you know, rude and impatient with the kids. And that's also really disheartening too, because it's not the kind of person I want to be. It's not the kind of father I want to be either. Um, but it's just really hard at those times because <laughs> I just get into this very mindset, very kind of down mindset where I become very impatient and very irritable. Um, and maybe that's partially related because I also get really tired. <laughs> so when I get anxious or anxiety or depression, the, the sort of the way that I've heard it before is that that episode in itself is very uh, tolling on the body itself, right? It's very tolling on the mind. It can make you pretty tired. And so just going through that episode sometimes is a struggle on its own that can tire you out later. Which, you know, then if I get tired, then that, that also brings up other things too, right? So being tired can cause me to be more irritable, more angry, right? More frustrated, whatever it might be. It could also cause me more stress. So it kind of gets this spiral where I have, you know, that triggered moment and then it just goes down from there. It just continues really, which that's the, that's the hardest part of everything. Yeah, so besides getting tired, <laughs> What are some of the other symptoms I feel? Uh, just a feeling of, of being overwhelmed as well, right? This idea that there's too much going on. And again, I think that goes back to the control, right? But that feeling of being, uh, that feeling of being very overwhelmed, that's been the, one of the hardest parts. Another symptom is probably just getting tired. I think I already talked about that, but you know, it's just getting tired overall, right? That after that episode, whatever it might be, you're just getting really sleepy, which then of course leads to a whole bunch of other things. Uh, aggravated, being irritable, being tired. Why is this so hard? Yeah, it's really hard to talk about you know, symptoms and things that you feel when you have these things, it's really hard to remember them. Um, sometimes I'll get, I'll get tremors uh, in my hands. Uh, it's really weird too, right? Just this idea that, I don't know why I get anxious, my hands start shaking. It's like my jaw will start clenching. I start sometimes kind of jerking my neck involuntary a little bit. Other times maybe spasms I might get in my back or my stomach, my chest even. Really weird kind of symptoms like that sometimes to get these involuntary movements or reactions that you don't quite know where they come from and why they're even there. That's definitely a weird one. Um, yeah, like just something like clenching my, my jaw is really hard because then cause my teeth to clench and as I clench my teeth, you know, then then I get more jaw pain, and that pain itself also leads to more anxiety too. So it's kind of a weird, weird cycle that goes through when I feel these symptoms. My speech also gets a little, at least I've noticed, my speech feels sometimes like it slows down a bit. Um, I'll notice sometimes that it's particularly harder to put the words together. Um, sometimes I'll stutter where I just can't get the word out. Um, and it's like the word is at the tip of my tongue, but I get that first syllable and I'm kind of stuck after that first syllable and eventually the rest of it comes out. 
So sometimes it's just speech stuff like that, or it'd be me, um, or even I can't sometimes even talk. Um, sometimes there'll be times where I'm really struggling to formulate the words to either explain how I'm feeling or just struggling to talk about what is it that's going on. Yeah, so my speech will just sometimes be affected. It's really weird. And sometimes I'll be at a meeting or something. I'm talking to kids or talking to my wife. And it's just like that word doesn't want to come out, whatever it might be. Or I'll struggle with that sentence. It kind of reminds me of the concussion symptoms I used to have at some point, too, uh, that were like that. It's been really the challenge as well. That's really hard. It's really hard to to try to stop and think about you know, what are all these things that I feel when these events happen? Because I honestly don't know if they are anxiety triggers, right? Or oh, sorry, not triggers. If they're, if they are because of the anxiety, right? And, and is it happening because the anxiety is starting? And is it just a symptom of the anxiety? Or is it a system symptom of the post-anxiety attack, and I've already finished the anxiety, right? So there's, there's anxiety there, right? Did I finish? <laughs> did I even have an anxiety attack or did I not, right? Is is that symptom that I'm feeling, is it, that, is it the anxiety or is it not, right? Then there's also, is it the depression or not? Is it a concussion symptom again because I somehow hit my head again after so many years? And is it a symptom that's because of my concussion? Or is it a symptom because of my Crohn's? Or is it because of my celiac? Or is it because I only slept three hours at night? That's also really hard to understand sometimes just where that symptom comes from. And why do you have that, right? Like where it comes from. So that's, I think something I wanna explore, which is actually really, I think really hard to do because it's not like a trigger where you can identify, right? It's just understanding where that symptom comes from. And that's something I struggled with for a long time with Crohn's, even just understanding what foods bother me. Um, you know, versus what foods don't bother me. So I don't know about that one. One of the other symptoms I've noticed in the past, at least, is also this um, kind of convulsion that happens. I, I said before about, you know, spasms that might happen, but there's also a form of kind of con convulsion, is the right word. Um, sometimes kind of this feeling of wanting to curl into a ball. I guess maybe that's a symptom of either again, the anxiety or the depression, but this is idea that I just went through this thing and I kind of just want to curl into a, a little ball under the blanket and uh, cover my head and not talk to anybody, not see any light, not see anything. That also happens sometimes. But again, really weird and uncomfortable because you can't always do that. I'm trying to think if I've talked about all the symptoms or not. <laughs> really hard to know if I've covered everything and if there's anything I left off or not. But that I think that's one of the hardest things is when you're dealing with stuff like this is just trying to keep track of what some of those side effects are, what some of the symptoms are. I don't know if you know symptoms is the right word, but more just what are some of the side effects, like what happens, you know, after the fact. Um, and I think that's also important to understand too, because I think 
that's really difficult probably if you're around somebody like me, right? Somebody that has these issues, right? And you see that, right? And you think that, um, you know, let's say if they're talking and they're starting to stutter, right? Maybe sometimes it comes off as they're not interested, right? Maybe sometimes it comes off like that. I don't know what I'm talking about because I can't find the right set of words, right? That's also frustrating at times as well, right? When people don't quite understand your symptoms and you kind of just worry about, you know, that's not, not symptoms, uh, like the side effects, right? People see those side effects and then you wonder, do they really understand what it is I'm going through? Or am I making what I'm going through worse than what it really is? And uh, right, making a mountain of a molehill sort of thing. Um, and I think that's really one of the challenges too, is just making sure you have the right support there. So that after you have some of these side effects or you know, after you have a trigger and you have these behaviors that they might be, right? Whether it's something you're irritable or like me, whether it's you're frustrated or angry, that there's somebody there with you to help you understand that it's okay to feel that. And it's okay to go through that, right? That if you're struggling with your words and you're struggling to find the right words, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you're feeling tired all of a sudden, there's nothing wrong with going to sleep and taking a nap and taking care of yourself. Um, you know, if you're feeling angry and frustrated at something that it's okay to take that break and encourages you to take that break. I think that's also one of the most important things too. So I think that's just really key to having that right support there. And I think that's really what's helped me get over this, that it's just having that support there. By no means am I over it, but I hopefully will be in time and get better over time. But it's really having that support there and being open about what you're feeling and being open with yourself. I and mean, I get that not everybody's going to want to record themselves and talk about what they're feeling and do that. But at least do it for yourself, if anything. I think that's so important to understand and talk through those triggers. And then after you talk through those triggers, understanding what the symptoms that they lead to, right? So understanding that when I have an anxiety attack, I'm gonna get tired afterwards. When I get panicked about something that I can't control, that yes, it's out of my control and that's okay. But the way that I'm also feeling because of that, because I'm, let's say, scared or because I'm worried, right, that that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. If I get sad about something, I begin to cry. That's also okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, again, going back to what I said in the, the first episode about this idea that we're not allowed to show emotion. I think that's really so important to understand that it is okay to show emotion. And the when we have, or when I have these triggers, maybe those reactions that I have are not symptoms, but maybe they're simply reactions. Maybe they're simply side effects. Maybe they're simply the way that my brain processes things. Um, and that's okay, right? Everybody's brain is gonna process things a different way and the way that I process things is different from other people. And that's perfectly fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe just the way that I react to some of these things, that when I have this anxiety attacks or if I have panic attacks or whatever it might be, that the emotions that I have out of those events are okay to have, that it's okay to have these emotions afterwards. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel frustrated or scared. 
that it's all right. Those are just perfectly natural emotions. And we're all going to feel that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's that's a really important part to get past. I think really once you understand that, then you can do better. Or at least once you understand that, you can start kind of feeling better about yourself as well. Uh, and where do I end talking? When have I said enough for today? Um, hopefully I keep doing this. Um, I mean, hopefully I can continue to open up a bit and share what I'm feeling. And not only will that maybe help other people that are listening, but help myself, I think, really. Just to understand where I'm coming from and why it is that I have these feelings. Um, and that's hopefully the goal here. Um, just a sense of exploration. And, you know, hopefully somebody listens and comes along for the ride and learns a thing or two about themselves.